0: Day, and welcome to the Q4 and FY 2023 Adobe Earnings Conference Call. Today's conference is being recorded. At this time, I would like to turn the conference over to Jonathan Voss, VP of Investor Relations. Please go ahead.
1: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. With me on the call today are Shantanu Narayan, Adobe's Chair and CEO, David Woodwani, President of Digital Media, Anil Chakravarty, President of Digital Experience, and Dan Dern, Executive Vice President and CFO. On this call, which is being recorded, we will discuss Adobe's fourth quarter and fiscal year 2023 financial results. You can find our press release, as well as PDFs of our prepared remarks and financial results on Adobe's Investor Relations website. The information discussed on this call, including our financial targets and product plans, is as of today, December 13th, and contains forward-looking statements that involve risk, uncertainty, and assumptions. Actual results may differ materially from those set forth in these statements. For more information on those risks, please review today's earnings release and Adobe's SEC filings. On this call, we will discuss GAAP and non-GAAP financial measures. Our reported results include GAAP growth rates as well as constant currency rates. During this presentation, Adobe's executives will refer to constant currency revenue growth rates unless otherwise stated. Reconciliations between the two are available in our earnings release and on Adobe's IR website. I will now turn the call over to Shantanu.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. Q4 was our first ever $5 billion quarter, a new record for the company. Adobe achieved revenue of $5.05 billion, representing 13% year-over-year growth. Gap earnings per share for the quarter was 323, and non-gap earnings per share was 427, representing 28% and 19% year-over-year growth, respectively. Q4 was the culmination of another record year for Adobe, achieving 19.41 billion in revenue, which represents 13% annual growth. Gap earnings per share in fiscal 2023 was 1182, and non-GAAP earnings per share was 1607, both representing 17% year-over-year growth. We exited the year with 17.22 billion in RPO. Our strong performance reflects the mission critical role our products play in a digital first world, incredible product innovation, and exceptional execution. Adobe Creative Cloud, Document Cloud and Experience Cloud have become the foundation of digital experiences, starting with the moment of inspiration to the creation and development of content and media, to the personalized delivery and activation across every channel. Adobe's mission of changing the world through personalized digital experiences and our delivery of foundational technology platforms set us up for the next decade of growth. We take pride in being one of the most inventive, diversified and profitable software companies in the world. We believe that every massive technology shift offers generational opportunities to deliver new products and solutions to an ever expanding set of customers. AI and generative AI is one such opportunity and we have articulated how we intend to invest, and differentiate across data, models, and interfaces. We have delivered against this strategy and are pleased that a number of our groundbreaking innovations, including our Firefly models and integrations across Creative Cloud, Liquid Mode and integrations across Document Cloud, and AI services in our real-time customer data platform and integrations in Experience Cloud are now seeing tremendous usage by customers. We remain excited about the strategic opportunity with Figma to jointly advance product design, accelerate collaborative creativity on the web, and redefine the future of creativity and productivity. We continue to engage with the European Commission, the Competition and Markets Authority in the UK, and the US Department of Justice as they conduct their regulatory reviews. The EC has provided a preliminary statement of objections and the CMA has issued provisional findings of competition concerns. We strongly disagree with these findings and are responding to the respective regulators. As per their current timelines, the EC's decision deadline is February 5th and the CMA's is February 25th. While the DOJ does not have a formal timeline to decide whether to bring a complaint, We expect a decision soon. I'll now turn it over to David to discuss the momentum in our digital media business.
3: Thanks, Shantanu. Hello, everyone. In Q4, we achieved net new digital media ARR of 569 million and revenue of 3.72 billion, which grew 14% year over year fueled by innovation in both our creative and document businesses. Starting with Creative Cloud, global demand for content is accelerating and continues to be a tailwind for the business. Creative Cloud remains the creativity platform of choice for creators across imaging, photography, design, video, web, animation, and 3D. Our rapid pace of product and AI model innovation is empowering a wide and growing base of individuals, students, creative professionals, small business owners, and enterprises to create and monetize amazing content more quickly and easily than ever before. We were thrilled to come together in person with thousands of creators at Adobe Max in Los Angeles and at our Max event in Tokyo with millions more from our community engaging with us online. We reached a record 300 million social interactions in the month following Max. Q4 was a record quarter for Creative Cloud, achieving 3 billion in revenue which grew 14% year over year. Net new Creative Cloud ARR was 398 million. Business highlights include strong digital traffic resulting from product innovation, social engagement, and our continued product-led growth efforts, which drove record new commercial subscriptions in the quarter. The general availability of our generative AI Firefly models and their integrations across Creative Cloud drove tremendous customer excitement with over four and a half billion generations since launch in March. The release of three new Firefly models, Firefly Image 2 model, Firefly Vector model, and Firefly Design model, offering highly differentiated levels of control with effects, photo settings, and generative match. We also introduced generative credits as part of our Creative Cloud subscription plans. The general availability of Photoshop Generative Fill and Generative Expand, which are seeing record adoption, they're already among the most used features in the product. Advances in Adobe Illustrator with the introduction of text-to-vector beta enabling users to generate icons, scenes, subjects, patterns, and gradients. Adobe Premiere Pro advances include a significant performance improvement in the timeline for faster and smoother editing, new color preferences, and improved tone mapping. Premiere Pro is now natively integrated with Frame.io, offering faster content sharing and collaboration. The combination of Adobe Express and Firefly is enabling everyone from creative pros to beginners to quickly move from ideation to task-based workflows in Express, dramatically expanding our reach and widening our top of funnel. The family of generative capabilities across Express, including text-to-image, text-effects, text-to-template, and generative fill are driving adoption of Express and making it even faster and more fun for users of all skill levels. Express now comes pre-installed on all new Chromebooks, making it accessible to students, educators, and anyone using Chrome OS. Continued strength in Adobe Stock, which had its best year ever, driven by accelerating demand for high quality image, vector, video, and 3D content. Creative Cloud, Express and Firefly integrations with Adobe Gen Studio enabling ideation, creation, and stakeholder collaboration as part of their overall content supply chain. Strong mid-market and enterprise adoption driven by upsell to Creative Cloud offerings with Firefly. Key customer wins include CyberAgent, Deloitte, Discovery Communications, NextStar Media, Pepsi, Publicis, and the United Nations. We are thrilled with the momentum we're seeing in the creative business following a year of unprecedented innovation. Customer excitement around Firefly integrations across our applications has been great to see with community engagement, social interactions, and creative marketing campaigns driving organic brand search volume, traffic, and record demand. While we started rolling out new creative cloud pricing in select geographies in November, the primary driver of growth continues to be new paid subscriptions across our routes to market. We're excited to build on this momentum as we enter FY24. Now turning to Document Cloud, digital documents are essential enablers of our personal and professional lives. Document Cloud is a leader in digital documents, powering all common document actions, including editing, sharing, reviewing, scanning, and signing. Document Cloud innovations are advancing accessibility, comprehension, productivity, automation, and security in document workflows across web, desktop, and mobile. In Q4, we achieved document cloud revenue of 721 million, growing 17% year-over-year. We added a record 171 million of net new document cloud ARR, with ending ARR growing 23% year-over-year in constant currency. Business highlights include, Acrobat web growth, which continues to be an incredible source of customer acquisition with monthly active users up over 70% year over year. A surge in usage of link sharing for stakeholder collaboration around PDF files, which increased 400% year over year, creating a viral growth loop that is bringing tens of millions of users into the Acrobat ecosystem. This is a great example of how we are scaling our PLG motions. Strong demand for Acrobat on mobile, with Mao surpassing 100 million users in Q4. Liquid mode has now served over 1 billion files to customers demonstrating how indispensable this technology has become on mobile devices. Adobe Acrobat to express workflows, making it even easier to import, edit, and enhance documents to create visually stunning PDFs. Key enterprise customer wins include Alshaya, Bank of America, Department of Veterans Affairs, MasterCard, State Farm Auto Insurance, and Volkswagen. Much like the creative business, we expect generative AI to deliver additional value and attract new customers to Document Cloud. Acrobat's generative AI capabilities, which will enable new creation, comprehension, and collaboration functionality, have already been rolled out in a private beta. We expect to release this in a public beta in the coming months. It's been an extraordinary year for the digital media business, with the introduction of hundreds of transformative innovations that are reshaping the future of creativity, productivity, and digital experiences. Capping this year's many accolades, Time Magazine recognized Adobe Liquid Mode, Photoshop Generative Fill, and Generative Expand among the best inventions of 2023. I'll now pass it to Anil.
4: Thanks, David. Hello, everyone. Digital experiences are indispensable for every business in every category, enabling companies of all sizes to engage and transact with customers around the world. Adobe's Holiday Shopping Report, which analyzes trillions of data points, found that both Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales hit record highs of $9.8 billion and $12.4 billion respectively, jumping 7.5% and 9.6% from last year. We predict that holiday 2023 spend will exceed $221 billion in the U.S. alone. Adobe Experience Cloud is optimally positioned to capitalize on this massive global opportunity. Companies across B2C and B2B are turning to Adobe Experience Cloud as the platform to accelerate experience-led growth. Our leading solutions spanning data insights and audiences, content and commerce, customer journeys and marketing workflow, empower businesses to drive customer demand, engagement, and growth while simultaneously delivering productivity gains. Our comprehensive set of applications, including real-time CDP, are built natively on our highly differentiated Adobe Experience platform, providing companies with a unified profile of each of their customers to deliver personalized, real-time experiences at scale. Generative AI accelerates our pace of innovation across the Experience Cloud portfolio enabling us to build on our capabilities to deliver personalized digital experiences. Our efforts are focused in three areas. One, augmenting our applications with an AI assistant that significantly enhances productivity for current users and provides an intuitive conversational interface to enable more knowledge workers to use our products. Two, reimagining existing experience cloud applications like we did with Adobe Experience Manager. And three, developing entirely new solutions built for the age of generative AI, like Adobe Gen Studio. In Q4, we continue to drive strong growth in the experience cloud business across our enterprise and mid-market customers, achieving $1.27 billion in revenue. Subscription revenue was $1.12 billion, representing 12% year-over-year growth. Business highlights include strong momentum with Adobe Experience platform and native applications, inclusive of real-time CDP, Adobe Journey Optimizer, and Customer Journey Analytics. AEP had its first $100 million quarter of net new business in Q4 and exited the year with a greater than $700 million annualized book of business. Release of Adobe Gen Studio, an end-to-end solution that brings together best-in-class applications across Creative Cloud, Express, and Experience Cloud, with Firefly Generative AI at the core to help brands meet the rising demand for content. Gen Studio provides a comprehensive offering spanning content ideation, creation, production and activation. We are seeing tremendous interest in Gen Studio from brands like Henkel, Pepsi and Verizon, and agencies like Publicis, Omnicom and Avas as they look to accelerate and optimize their content supply chains imagine customer experiences with the all-new Adobe Experience Manager sites that enable businesses and developers to quickly test and optimize web content, deliver fastest possible page load times, and maximize SEO rankings, lighthouse scores, and conversion. Adobe was recognized as a leader in over 25 industry analyst reports this year, including the Gartner Magic Quadrants for Digital Experience Platforms, B2B Marketing Automation Platforms, and multi-channel marketing hubs. In the Forrester Wave for digital experience platforms which was published last week, Adobe received the highest scores for strategy. Key customer wins include Alshaya, Coca-Cola, EY, IBM, Marriott, Riyadh Air, Santander Brazil, Sony, Southern Graphics, Unilever, Vanguard, and Verizon. In our conversations with these and other customers around the world, C-level executives are continuing to prioritize experience-led growth as a critical business imperative, despite ongoing budget scrutiny. Adobe Experience Cloud is well positioned to keep winning with innovative products that power end-to-end customer experiences and enable companies to simultaneously drive growth and profitability. We are looking forward to continuing our leadership and momentum into 2024. I'll now pass it to Dan.
5: Thanks, Anil. Our earnings report today covers both Q4 and FY23 results. What a year 2023 was. Fueled by a deep understanding of our customers, product innovation, and outstanding execution, we delivered strong financial results and world-class margins, positioning the company for years of continued growth. In FY23, Adobe achieved record revenue of $19.41 billion, which represents 10% year-over-year growth or 13% growth in constant currency. Gap EPS for the year was $11.82, and non-Gap EPS was $16.07, each growing 17% year-over-year. FY23 business and financial highlights included digital media revenue of $14.22 billion, net new digital media ARR of $1.91 billion. digital experience revenue of $4.89 billion. cash flows from operations of $7.3 billion. RPO of $17.22 billion exiting the year, and repurchasing approximately 11.5 million shares of our stock during the year at a cost of $4.63 billion. In the fourth quarter of FY23, Adobe achieved revenue of $5.05 billion, which represents 12% year-over-year growth or 13% in constant currency. Gap diluted earnings per share in Q4 was $3.23, and non-gap diluted earnings per share was a record $4.27, growing 28% and 19% year-over-year, respectively. Q4 business and financial highlights included digital media revenue of $3.72 billion, net new digital media ARR of 569 million digital experience revenue of 1.27 billion cash flows from operations of 1.6 billion adding approximately 1.5 billion to RPO in the quarter our highest sequential quarterly increase ever and repurchasing approximately 1.8 million shares of our stock in our digital media segment we achieved Q4 revenue of 3.72 billion which represents 13% year-over-year growth, or 14% in constant currency. Our net new ARR in Q4 was $569 million, which was a quarterly record in constant currency, and we exited the quarter with $15.17 billion of digital media ARR. We achieved creative revenue of $3 billion, which represents 12% year-over-year growth, or 14% in constant currency and we added $398 of net new creative ARR in the quarter. Driving this performance was strong customer acquisition throughout the quarter, as well as strength during the peak holiday shopping weeks. Fourth quarter creative growth drivers included individual subscriber growth fueled by targeted campaigns and strong web traffic, a strong quarter for creative cloud all-app subscriptions across customer segments and geographies with particular strength in emerging markets. Sales of CC single apps, including a strong quarter for our imaging and photography offerings, continued growth of our Frame I/O offering and Adobe Stock, which capped off its best year ever in terms of net new ARR. Customer demand in education, driven by back-to-school purchasing, as well as migrations to full-priced offerings by graduating students entering the workforce, and typical Q4 strength in the enterprise including significant upsell of our new Firefly and Express offerings. Adobe achieved Document Cloud revenue of 721 million, which represents 16% year-over-year growth or 17% in constant currency. We added a record 171 million of net new Document Cloud ARR in the quarter. Fourth quarter Document Cloud growth drivers included Acrobat subscription demand across all customer segments, routes to market, and geographies. Continued strength of our free to paid funnels, including reader on the desktop and Acrobat web. Strong performance of our collaboration services, including PDF link sharing and sign, which are virally bringing new users to the Acrobat ecosystem. An outstanding quarter for Acrobat mobile as a result of increased proliferation, usage and conversion and year-end seasonal strength in SMB and enterprise. Turning to our digital experience segment, in Q4, we achieved revenue of $1.27 billion, growing 10% year-over-year or 11% in constant currency. We achieved subscription revenue of $1.12 billion, which represents 12% year-over-year growth. Fourth quarter digital experience growth drivers included Strong year-end bookings across solutions with particular strength in North America. Continued success closing multi-solution transformational deals with large enterprises. Momentum with AEP and native applications, with the FY23 exiting book of business growing greater than 60% year-over-year. Year. Strong net dollar retention for early adopters of AEP, demonstrating the value enterprises are realizing from a real-time data platform and integrated offerings and strength across our data and insights content and workfront solutions and growing customer interest and pipeline for our new Gen Studio solution we drove world class operating margins in Q4 and throughout fiscal 2023 by making disciplined investments in R&D marketing and sales and we're pleased that we grew EPS faster than revenue adobe's effective tax rate in Q4 was 18% on a GAAP basis and 18.5% on a non-GAAP basis, in line with our expectations. RPO exiting the quarter was $17.22 billion, growing 13% year-over-year. Our ending cash and short-term investment position exiting Q4 was $7.84 billion, and cash flows from operations in the quarter were $1.6 billion after making a previously discussed payment in the quarter of $826 million of U.S. federal taxes that we deferred from the second and third quarters of FY23. In Q4, we entered into a $1 billion share of purchase agreement, and we currently have $2.15 billion remaining of our $15 billion authorization granted in December 2020. As a reminder, We measure ARR on a constant currency basis during a fiscal year and revalue ARR at year end. FX rate changes between December of 2022 and this year have resulted in a $160 million increase to digital media ARR balance entering FY24, which is now $15.33 billion and is reflected in our updated investor data sheet. Factoring in the momentum across our businesses and current expectations for the macroeconomic and foreign exchange environments, for FY24 we are targeting total Adobe revenue of 21.30 to 21.50 billion, digital media net new ARR of approximately 1.9 billion, digital media segment revenue of 15.75 to 15.85 billion, digital experience segment revenue of 5.275 To five point three seven five billion, digital experience subscription revenue of four point seven five to four point eight zero billion, tax rate of approximately eighteen percent on a gap basis and eighteen point five percent on a non gap basis, gap earnings per share of thirteen dollars forty five cents to thirteen dollars eighty five cents, and non gap earnings per share of seventeen dollars sixty cents to eighteen dollars. As a reminder, and as is customary, these targets do not reflect our planned acquisition of FIGMA. We expect normal seasonality throughout the year, with a seasonal step-down for new business into the first quarter, sequential growth from Q1 to Q2, typical Q3 summer seasonality, and a strong finish to the year in Q4. We expect our cash tax rate to improve sequentially in FY24 by two percentage points, as the amortization of previously capitalized R&D increases our deductions next year for tax purposes, benefiting our operating cash flows next year. For Q1, FY24 we're targeting. Total Adobe Revenue of 5.10 to 5.15 billion. Digital Media Net New ARR of approximately 410 million. Digital Media Segment Revenue of 3.77 to 3.80 billion. Digital experience segment revenue of 1.27 to 1.29 billion. Digital experience subscription revenue of 1.14 to 1.16 billion. Tax rate of approximately 18% on a gap basis and 18.5% on a non gap basis. Gap earnings per share of $3.35 to $3.40. And non gap earnings per share of $4.35 to $4.40. While the implied operating margin for Q1 is up sequentially, we expect a typical seasonal margin step-down starting in Q2 as a result of the annual merit increases and disciplined investments to drive growth. In summary, I couldn't be prouder of the company's performance in FY23 and the momentum we're carrying into 2024 across Creative Cloud, Document Cloud, and Experience Cloud. Our strategy, scale, speed of execution and profitability position us for years of sustained success. Shantanu, back to you. Thanks,
2: Dan. In addition to our financial accomplishments, we are proud to once again be recognized for our industry leadership. Content credentials and Adobe's approach to responsible AI were recognized by Fast Company as one of the year's breakthrough innovations. We were again named to the Dow Jones Sustainability Index Glassdoor listed Adobe as one of the best places to work, and Interbrand ranked us in the top 20 best global brands as a rising brand for the eighth year in a row. Digital remains a massive tailwind as content demand and consumption continues to grow and businesses of all sizes are focused on transforming their customer experiences. Adobe is incredibly well-positioned to lead and capitalize on this opportunity thanks to our innovative roadmap, expanding global customer base, strong brand, and the best employees in the world. Our fiscal 24 financial targets reflect our confidence in continuing to drive strong top-line growth and world-class profitability. I'm more certain than ever that Adobe's best days are ahead of us. Thank you and we will now take questions. Operator?
0: If you would like to ask a question, please signal by pressing star one on your telephone keypad. If you are using a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow the signal to reach our equipment. We ask that you please limit yourself to one question. Again, press star one to ask a question. We'll pause for just a moment to assemble the queue we'll take our first question from Cash Ringen with Goldman Sachs please go ahead
3: hi thank you very much congrats on the quarter and happy holidays shantan and the team i'm, I'm wondering um, going into 2024 it definitely feels like the economy is in stable footing and uh, in general the software metrics are all improving as this year unfolded
2: and very different from going from 22 to 23 yet you're Uh, DM, uh, you add our guidance is about the same as how you started last year, but you got
3: the benefit of generative AI, tailwinds from the economy, you got pricing and Firefly. Can can you just help us understand if you isolate for those factors, um, what has gone into your your guidance? Because it seems like if you exclude the optionalities that you have, including the tailwinds in the economy, that that guidance looks uh, uh, like it's very conservative. And maybe that's the right thing to do, but just wanted to understand your thought process. Thank you so much
2: yeah thanks gash i mean certainly uh, really thrilled uh, with what a phenomenal year uh, we had across uh, all aspects of the business whether it was the 5 billion dollar quarter 5 billion book of business now in dx exiting uh, and certainly digital media arr performance um, you know let's uh, if you reflect i mean you uh, talked about the guidance that we gave at the beginning of uh, 23 and 24 if you recall uh, we actually had guided to 1650 first, then we upped it, as you know, to 1750 and ended with, uh, you know, 1913. And so, uh, to your point, on the execution front, we've delivered some great innovative products. Uh, we've expanded the customer base with new products like Express and Firefly. We're certainly focused on surfaces, uh, you know, and making sure all of our uh, flagship products are available across Uh, all surfaces. And so we do have multiple uh, growth drivers, to your point. And we are focused on monetizing the opportunity. I mean, I would say, you know, we take our guide very seriously. Uh, The other way of looking at it, Cash, is it's the highest annual uh, guide ever in terms of, you know, what the guide we've issued. It's the highest Q1 guide ever. And, you know, uh, we want to go, again, execute against this large opportunity and have another record year. So we're feeling good. The momentum is certainly there in the business. Uh, But we take our guidance uh, at this point of the year very seriously. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. All the best for 2024. Thanks. Happy holidays.
0: We will take our next question from Keith Weiss with Morgan Stanley. Please go ahead.
6: Excellent. Uh, Thank you, guys, for for taking the question. Uh, I think this is in a similar vein to what what Cash was trying to get at, but maybe a little bit more focused on on Q4 in particular. When we look at the digital media, net new ARR ads in Q4, uh, it looks like you had a very, very strong document cloud, um, record quarter, like you were saying, um, really strong year-on-year growth in in, in those net ads. Creative cloud, where we actually saw a price increase and we have all the excitement on Firefly, that was actually down on a year-on-year basis. Um, and, and this is the first time since 2018 we've seen Creative Cloud net new ARR below $400 million.
0: Um And I think
6: that's the surprise for investors or the negative surprise for investors that we're trying to figure out. Was there something dragging um, the Creative Cloud side of the equation this year or, or a tough comp from last year or something that explains why um, the price increases in all the positive momentum and innovation out of Adobe Max isn't translating into net new ARR growth for Creative Cloud in particular?
3: Yeah, happy to take that uh Keith David here. Um so uh, first of all uh, you know as you mentioned in the DME business we're really excited about the results for 24 uh you know over 1.9 billion in net new ARR obviously well above the uh, the guide. Uh, we see an expanding base of customers and a lot of momentum coming from GenAI as you as you uh, as you noted. Um as part of this uh we delivered you know what we delivered in Q4 was uh, net new ARR was a record net new ARR in constant currency. Now specific to your question on Creative Cloud uh, momentum uh and you know how to interpret the numbers that you see there um uh, the underlying all this is very strong momentum because we delivered a record Creative Cloud new commercial subscriptions number uh in the year so that is really the foundation and the base of customers coming in and and really benefiting from uh not just what we get in the, this cu- in this uh, quarter but also how we build on that going forward so it really just sets us up well for fy24 as you look at the numbers for creative cloud arr net new arr in the quarter uh you have to look at it relative uh you know uh, q4 fy23 relative to q4 F- fy22 as you mentioned um, you need to consider that fy22 had two pricing actions that accrued to creative cloud uh, that are uh, much lower now in Q4 uh, FY23. Uh, so if you normalize for the impact of the pricing that rolled off and the pricing that came on, uh, Creative Cloud Net New ARR in Q4 grew on a constant currency basis.
2: And Keith, just to uh, punctuate the two points that David met, uh, David said first, it was a record for Creative ARR as it related to subscriptions. Uh, in Q4 of 2023, and creative ARR would have grown if you had backed out the pricing. So, you know, the business continues to be extremely healthy, to your point. Excellent. Thank you, guys.
0: We will take our next question from Alex Zukin with Wolf Research. Please go ahead.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my question. I guess maybe looking at uh, at next year, as we look at how much of the uh, renewal base in Creative
6: Cloud is uh, potentially up for uh, that type of the pricing uh, uplift? And as we look at Acrobat, specifically the AI
3: functionality that you're uh, releasing into public beta, how should we think about the tailwind uh, to both Creative Cloud from pricing and to document cloud specifically uh, from an AI uh, product monetization perspective for, for 24 for calendar 24. Yeah, happy to take that, Alex. A uh, uh, lot packed into that question, so let me try to uh, tease it apart. Let me first start with the question around FY24 and the uh, impact of pricing. Um, before we jump straight into that, I do want to take a, a bit of a step back and just remind everyone that digital media ARR is a mix of a few things. new subscri- New subscriptions, which as I mentioned, we had a record number of new subscriptions in Q4 Upsell and cross-sell, which is transitioning people to higher plans from the plan that they're on, and then uh, lastly, offer optimization. And as you've noted, you know, in the last couple of years, we've really been broadening the number of offers we have, all the way down from free price points to you know uh, to the all apps price points. But even beyond that, we now have uh, uh, capabilities to sell add-ons to all apps as well. Um, and of course, all of this does incl- include the pricing increases that you had mentioned, where we've added more value. Um I do want to just stress because I know there's a lot of attention on the pricing impact uh, that uh, we've always uh, we always have seen and continue to believe that the primary uh, growth driver for ARR will be new subscriptions in uh, twenty four So uh, you know that's why we're so focused on the top of funnel and new customer acquisition. But specific to your question on pricing, you need to consider a few things. Uh, first, our recently announced pricing uh, changes. Will impact less than half the creative cloud base. So that was a very specific question you asked. Hopefully that gives you the answer. Um, but it also leaves us the opportunity to price in new value in the years ahead as we as we move forward. Second, the impact uh, will be more visible in net new ARR in the back half of FY '24 as we lap the previous pricing actions that I was talking to Keith about uh, from last year, and as we roll out uh, the pricing over the next few quarters. So the second half of FY24, we'll see more visibility into the benefits of that to net net new ARR. Third, uh, given that we're rolling uh, out these prices across plans and across geos incrementally over the year, the benefit to ARR will actually be spread across FY24 and FY25. Um, And fourth, if you really wanna sort of uh, uh, sharpen your pencils, the pricing um, impact on ARR in 24 is actually lower than the pricing impact was in 23 to Creative Cloud. So hopefully that gives you a sense. But again, it comes back to this is why we're so excited about the momentum we're seeing in new subscriptions, uh, which is really bodes well for the business this year and uh, and in the long term. Hopefully that gives you a pretty good sense on that. Um, and then really quickly on Document Cloud, you know we're, we're thrilled with the performance of Document Cloud. A lot of that comes down to our core strategy, which has been Around you know integrating the desktop, the web, and mobile into a single e- uh, ecosystem, uh, and really driving the, uh, the monthly active usage of Document Cloud uh, up through all of the product-led growth motions we have, and converting people on the back end of that. What we're really excited about as we bring uh, the AI assistant to market, which by the way, as I mentioned, is now in private beta, expected to come out in the next few months uh, as a as a public beta, and then you know uh, GA later in the year. But what we're really excited about there is being able to not just service the paid Acrobat base with that, but also start to bring that to the free reader base. So lots of opportunity and excitement for the year ahead for Doc .cloud as well. Perfect. Thank you for the for the very fine uh, for the very fine pointed answer. <laughs> no problem.
0: We will take our next question from Kirk Matern with Evercore ISI. Please go ahead.
6: Uh, yeah, thanks, and, and congrats on the quarter and, and happy holidays, um, David. I guess I'll go back to you again. You know, in the commentary, you all talked about enterprise strength and, and specifically upselling of Firefly and Express and your enterprise customer base. Can you just give us some more, I guess, qualitative color on on what those discussions are like? Are they lead? Is this part of the reason you're seeing sort of a, an uptick in new subscriptions in the enterprise in particular? And then on Express. You know, can you just talk again about sort of what you're seeing in terms of leading indicators of of, of that being an enterprise product that can you know, continue to expand into fiscal 24? Thanks.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe I'll start and then uh, Anil can add, uh, because this does cross over our, our two businesses. So um, with Firefly and Express, you know, very excited about the momentum that we continue to see. You heard that we crossed $4.5 billion uh, generations uh, uh, now uh, so we continue to see really really strong adoption and usage of it um, uh, partially as a standalone business but also integrated into our photoshop and illustrator and, and, and these existing workflows um, and we 're starting to see a lot of interest not just in the context of uh, you know using it as part of those the the existing products but also using it as part of the the ecosystem within enterprises so we 've been working uh, with a number of of customers to so not just enable them with, uh, with Firefly, which is the predominance of the growth that we're seeing in Q4 for, uh, en- for enterprise adoption, but also have a number of pilot customers already uh, engaged around custom model uh, extensions so that they can bring their own assets and their own content into what Firefly generates. Uh, ex- uh, second, we're also enabling the, uh, the ability to expose it through APIs, so they can build it into their existing workflows. And third, we're, of course, connecting it and tying it all into Adobe Express, which now also has its own Firefly and and additional capabilities like things uh, so that you can not just sort of create content uh, using Firefly, but then start to assemble it, start to schedule social posts around it, uh, start to do multi-language translations. Those are all features that are already in there. And then create a stakeholder workflow from people working in Photoshop to the marketers' That are trying to post externally. So that's where things get very interesting and exciting in terms of the connection we have with Gen Studio and everything that Anil's doing.
4: Just building on that, uh, Gen Studio. Since we announced it at uh, Max, we've had a, a tremendous amount of interest, both from enterprise customers, you know, like Henkel and Pepsi and Verizon, as well as uh, a number of the agencies as well. And primarily, it goes back to what we discussed at Summit. Uh, the demand for content is uh, expected to grow five x over the next couple of years. And every brand in the world is looking at, hey, how can we speed up the production of quality on-brand content? How can we let a number of other people in marketing, other areas of the company, create their own content according to the standards, enterprise standards? And the combination of what we have in the digital experience portfolio, like Adobe Experience Manager and assets, as well as what we have in the Creative Cloud, especially around Express and Creative Cloud, uh, really lets uh, enterprises uh, get that kind of agility Uh, and the cost-effectiveness of uh, producing content at scale. So that's what we're seeing, and we're seeing a tremendous amount of interest for that. And maybe I'll just add uh, a little bit to
2: that, uh, Kirk. I mean, I think the exciting thing about what people are doing is they're standardizing on Firefly and the fact that we have responsible generations for the entire enterprise. So the interest level has been around how do we standardize that for all of the image or vector or other generations that they want to do, for all the knowledge workers in the enterprise. So really good uh, adoption of Firefly.
6: Thank you all.
0: We will take our next question from Carl Kierstead with UBS. Please go ahead.
6: Thanks, I'd like to ask about a different subject and that's the Creative Express product now that it's being sold into the enterprise. Wondering if you could offer some color on the adoption ramp, the competitiveness versus Canva, and whether your your plans around driving express revenues versus driving user adoption have changed at all? Thank you.
3: Great. Uh, yeah, happy to take that. Um, uh, express is off to a great start. Uh, as you remember, we uh, went general availability in August with the latest uh, uh, version of it. It's been getting a lot of very very positive. Reaction, response, um, and you know, frankly, since then in Q4 too, we've added a ton of new innovation. Uh, Firefly integration started with text to image and uh, text effects, but we also added uh, text to template that'll create a, a fully formed template for you and generative fills, so you can iteratively uh, change things on the fly. We now let you draw and paint on the campus. We've, uh, uh, cam- uh, canvas. We've Canvas uh, we've we've given you given users much more video support. We've really built an incredible best of breed uh, PDF support and workflow with Acrobat uh, in there as well. Um, you know, some of the other things that now start to b- uh, bleed into the enterprise. Also, we have uh, we've integrated social workflows so that people can schedule their posts. We've, we've enabled people to do auto translation so you can post to multiple geographies and languages. Uh, we've, uh, we've opened up our ecosystem for partner plugins and we have now over um, 50 extensions. Um, and we've uh, added uh, uh, enterprise features like uh, AEM integration and template locking, so that the the core you know, uh, brand police in, a, in an organization can manage and make sure that the brand elements that they don't want changing, uh, you know, uh, are locked when you disseminate this uh, more broadly. What we've seen is really, uh, you know, I think some very exciting, broad-based, uh, uh, you know, uh, benefits from this. Um, uh, w- one is we've seen new trialists. Uh, coming in, uh, growing very quickly uh, after this launch, which is uh, exciting to see. We've seen education uh, uh, users starting to adopt this very quickly as well. The Creative Cloud pro- uh, uh, paid base uh, has been coming on and growing very quickly in terms of their usage, and then enterprise, uh, as we talked about, uh, from a usage perspective. And again, uh, Express is a core part of how Anil and team are now selling uh, Gen Studio. And the Last thing is like this is just setting up the momentum for the year to come. We have a mobile uh release uh coming out uh which will be very exciting for for users to be able to use this on the go. We have thousands of people already using that that beta. Uh we announced our Chromebooks um, uh partnership, so uh, anyone that buys a new Chromebook is going to have this. We have partnerships with folks like Wix for their workflows. Uh we're going to be doing deeper integrations into Acrobat. Um, so we we're very excited about where this goes. That is a long way to answer a very simple question. Uh, we want a lot of people using this. So our primary focus continues to be around broadening the top of funnel. Of course, as part of that, we are uh, constantly and continually, as I mentioned, journeying people for upsell and cross-sell opportunities to the paid plan and over to Creative Cloud uh, and other products. But uh, our primary focus continues to be adoption and broad
6: proliferation. Got it. Thank you.
0: We will take our next question from Brad Zelnick with Deutsche Bank. Please go ahead.
3: Great. Thanks very much. Uh, This is for Dan or maybe Anil. As we think about the momentum within the DX business, it's great to hear things like the
6: 60% increase in your ADP and and native apps book of business, the strong net dollar retention, and you talked about overall strong year-end bookings. But what is it maybe about the pipeline ahead, bookings conversion, or, or perhaps other factors that account for the degree of decel?
3: That you're guiding for into next year. Thanks.
4: Yeah, thanks, Brad. I mean, we are really excited about this uh, massive multi-year opportunity. If we, if we look at uh, any uh, enterprise customers around the world, everybody recognizes the long-term imperative of. Uh, Transforming their customer experiences, and we're seeing that in these transformational deals that we talked about, uh, and as you mentioned, for example, with the AEP, our first hundred million net new business quarter uh, and ending with over seven hundred million in our annualized book of business um, with that said it's definitely uh, we're seeing the macroeconomic impact, just like other enterprise software companies are. every customer looks at the total cost of uh, deploying the software and then what it would take to get the payback and ROI. And as a result, uh, there's definitely some scrutiny and caution there. Uh, But that said, you know, if we look at uh, uh, going into next year, we do see uh, the pipeline across both our um, uh, industry verticals as well as our mid-market customers, and we continue to uh, be the leader in the market, and uh, we, we get that recognition from both analysts and customers.
2: Okay, thank you.
0: We will take our next question from Brent Thiel with Jeffries please go ahead
6: Dan uh, if you could just uh, review the broader assumptions uh, in, in your guide I think there's uh, still a little uh, you know concern from the street in terms of why you're guiding where you're guiding relative to where the street was at and maybe just tying in shot new to the guide if if you could just give us your uh, top line line view of do you feel like the improve, environment's improving do you think it's just stabilizing just any any thoughts in terms of a high level, what, what you think is happening as we go into next year?
5: Yeah, so thanks for the question, Brent. Um, when we take a look at the guide, if we think about where we're at at this point in time as we're looking forward into FY24, clearly we see a lot of momentum in the business. The company's engine of innovation has been incredibly strong, and you see the um, strong financial performance of the company that's both from a top-line standpoint as well as profitability and cash flow standpoint. So clearly a lot of momentum around the business. As I think about where we sit today, we printed a 46.4% operating margin. As we look forward into next year, we take into account everything we can see. As Shantanu said, we take the guidance seriously and we set expectations in a prudent way. If there's an opportunity to do better than the expectations that we set, Clearly, the company's going to be driving towards that. As we think about the engine of innovation, we think the pipeline is strong. We're going to continue to invest in the drivers of growth. This company's going to orient towards growth. When I think about the investment profile, um, not only are we going to be disciplined, but we're going to continue to invest. In those drivers of growth. On the DX side, Anil talked about AEP and apps, strong book of business, strong growth. We're laying the groundwork in content supply chain with the Gen Studio solution, scaling that motion and engaging with customers to go from ideation to creation to activation, delivering new technologies, products, AEM sites, incorporating intelligence into those products. On the DME side, You can see it across the portfolio. AI Assistant and Acrobat, it's in private beta. It's going to be in public beta in the coming months. You look at Firefly Express natively and deeply integrating these technologies throughout the product portfolio, there is going to be continual investment as it relates to that innovation. As you think about the momentum exiting this year, and as you think about the guide into Q1, you can see that momentum continuing, you got operating margin up a little bit. And then throughout the year, as we said at our FA day and the uh, last year's earnings call, you can see a mid-40s expectation around operating margin for the company as we drive this investment cycle, as we drive leadership in our core markets and are a key catalyst in the trends that are shaping those markets. So, again, taking a step back, it nets into account the macro that Anil talked about, everything we see from a core business standpoint, and the investment profile that we're going to drive to lead. Uh, If there's an opportunity to do better than where we set those expectations, we're certainly going to do it.
2: And maybe just to add to that, uh, Brett, since you asked, first, let me clarify, there's nothing as it relates to the economic indicators that we saw, you know, anything that would give us pause for concern. So let me start off by saying that. I think at our investor meeting, we told you that, you know, we would expect a strong quarter. I think you would acknowledge we posted some really strong uh, numbers and the momentum continues. And I think as it relates to uh, uh, creative Cloud, it's going to be driven by new customer acquisition, which is the engine uh, that's driven the business. And, you know, maybe uh, perhaps the sell side looked at, you know, some of the pricing and put more of that in 24 than in 24 and 25, and that'll uh, spread out. And perhaps they put a little bit more in what percentage of the base that impacts. So, you know, from my perspective, the good news about Creative is it's being driven by you know, massive new adoption into the platform. Um, on Document Cloud, really strong results. Uh, I think, as Dan said, as we put the AI pack uh, on there as well, that should help uh, fuel more adoption and digital experience. You know, I mean, uh, I know uh, that uh, Brad also asked that question. I mean, it's great to see the adoption of AAP and apps. I mean, that is clearly the future of digital experiences, uh, you know, driving a 100 million quarter, the 700 uh, in the annualized book of business, which I think will reflect, you know, the next generation customer experience architecture. So we're feeling positive uh, and we're going to go execute against that, uh, Brett. So nothing that we see, you know, uh, uh, on the horizon would tell us either from uh, the economic or competition uh, that we're not poised to have another great year, uh, you know, and and profitability as well. I mean, look at, uh, you know, the numbers that we posted both in terms of, uh, q four as well as uh for fiscal twenty four and that is uh you know that does not in any way mean that we 're not going to invest in all of the cloud and the foundation models so
5: i i feel i feel really good and then just one thing to add, Brent, if we were here a year ago uh, the expectations going into the year where f x was going to be uh a pretty decent headwind um to uh the uh performance you see that in the way we 've uh, reported our results, and then compare it to a constant currency basis. We started with a pretty decent spread between the as-reported numbers and constant currency in Q1. By the time we got to Q4, you saw that spread compress. As I look forward into FY24, it's more of a neutral footing to maybe a slight headwind. Too early, too early to really call it with precision, but I see that setup being slightly different and maybe just a slight headwind versus what we were seeing a year ago.
6: Thanks for the call.
0: We will take our next question from Jay shower with Griffin Securities. Please go ahead.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, you noted the uh, strength in RPO in the quarter, including the uh, the record sequential increase. Uh, could you talk about how you're thinking about RPO for fiscal 24? Would you expect it to continue to be able to outgrow revenue growth by several points, as you did in fiscal 23, and perhaps talk about the ingredients that will continue to drive um, RPO either by segment or you know, any other considerations that you'd like to talk about in that.
5: Yeah, thanks, Jay. As I pull some of the threads together that we've heard on this call, um, Anil talked about large transformational deals being the platform of choice with customer experience management simultaneously driving top line and bottom line productivity. And the investments around driving those are an imperative in the market. We see a similar dynamic with the new technologies that we're bringing to market on the DME side of the business. We're seeing strong pull from the enterprise. And so as I net out that environment and our performance against that opportunity, it goes to produce the type of sequential RPO um, progression that we saw Q3 to Q4. Every quarter won't be that that large, but the backdrop around that dynamic for the company, given the setup we see, it should be another strong year for RPO throughout the year.
1: Thank you. Hey okay, operator, we're getting close to the top of the hour. We'll take two more questions, and then we'll wrap up. Thanks.
0: We'll take our next question from Saket Kalia with Barclays. Please go ahead.
6: Okay, great. Hey guys, thanks for taking my question and uh, congrats on a nice quarter. Um, David, maybe maybe for you, I had a question just on Firefly and the and the subscription packets. You know, I know that the that the commercial model for commercial for I'm sorry for Firefly credit packets really just started about six weeks ago. But are there any early observations that that you've seen just on customers' willingness to add those packets or maybe how they're consuming the The initial credit allocation that they get um, with with a Creative Cloud subscription.
3: Yeah, happy to take that. Um, You know, first of all, I think philosophically, you know, going back to what we said at the um, at the investor meeting and at Max, you know, our primary focus here is to drive usage of uh, of the generative capabilities, and you see that with the four and a half billion images generated. uh, That that strategy is working. Secondly, we priced the generative uh packs. Sorry, we we uh we integrated the generative capabilities uh, and uh, credits directly into our paid plans with the with the express intent of driving adoption of the paid subscription plans and getting broad proliferation of the of the ability to to use those. Uh and we what we are seeing is uh, you know heavy usage within uh within those uh, those paid plans as I think uh, as we've mentioned in the past, I think I mentioned uh you know earlier today as well, uh, we uh, uh, generative fill, for example, in Photoshop, is the fastest-growing feature that we've put into Photoshop in, in recent memory. So the usage is great, the utilization is great. Um, I don't personally expect generative packs to have a large, you know, impact in the short term, other than to drive more usage, uh, uh, more customers to our our paid uh, existing subscription plans. But what will happen over the course of the uh, you know the year and the next few years is that uh we will be integrating more and more generative capabilities into the existing product workflows uh and that will drive and, and we'll be integrating capabilities like video generation which will cost more than one generation and that will drive a natural uh you know inflation in that market and that will become a driver for growth uh you know uh, subsequently. But this year is really primarily focused on getting people into the right paid plans of our, our flagship applications or Adobe Express. Uh, and then drive usage in in that sense and then as that happens the rest will take care of itself in the
6: years ahead. Makes sense. Thanks guys.
0: We'll take our final question from Mark Mordler with Bernstein Research. Please go ahead. ahead.
6: Thank you for squeezing me in. I really do appreciate it. Dan, um, I'd like to look a little bit um, at that max we discussed how excited you were on um, Firefly and how it
3: drives uh, Creative Cloud seat and paid seat adoption. Now that you've had a bit of time in market, can you explain how you think about how this will drive the paid seat growth? Um, Is it how strong it could be? And should we expect those seats are gonna be um, uh, lower unit price because they're gonna be entry level, or do you think that'll get offset by these uh, higher priced um, uh, Firefly driven sales into the enterprise? Thank you.
5: Yeah, thanks Mark. I think at the core of uh you know bringing this technology to life um you know as a standalone application to drive an ideation part of the process but value in deeply integrating these capabilities into the flagship applications and the workflows that define um the creation process. It gives us a lot of surface area uh, with customers and meeting them where they are in their particular needs and use case-specific needs. And so um, bringing people efficiently top of funnel, establishing the segmentation across that product portfolio, driving efficiency into the creation process and allowing velocity to enter the ideation, creation, activation, and then instrumentation of that to really refine how companies engage with customers. So it lays the groundwork for us to touch more customers, where they are in the ecosystem, bring them on board in use case specific uh, way, and then take them on digital journeys, which is something the company is very skilled at with our DDOM to cross sell and upsell over the life of their engagement with our ecosystem.
4: From
2: a product perspective, uh, you know, when you think about it, uh, Mark, for us, the biggest thing that we want to do is how do we, uh, further make our products accessible from, you know, fun and affordable for a increasing set of customers. And I think Firefly is one of those, uh, inflection points, uh, that will help everybody get over the blank, uh, screen fear that they have. And so, First, as you think about Firefly as an ideation and people just coming and want to have creative inspiration, uh, this is whether you're an individual user, whether you're agencies, we're seeing a lot of adoption of Firefly to just start the entire creative process. And that, you know, sort of brings them as an on ramp into Express, which would be the other part. Express is certainly, you know, the introductory pricing, the ability to get, you know, uh, millions more into the fold. And, you know, the ability right now, it used to be that Express and other offerings in that ilk used to all worry about, uh, do I have the right templates? Well, AI is going to completely change that. We have our own models. And so Firefly will allow anybody to take whatever creative idea that they have and make that available. So I think, you know, Firefly really helps with the Express offering. On the Creative Cloud, uh, David mentioned this. I mean, if you look at the adoption of that functionality and usage, that's being driven whether it's in photoshop right now uh, illustrator as we add video uh, both in terms of you know providing greater value and you know we certainly will therefore have the uplift in pricing as well as you know the retentive ability for firefly that's where i think you're going to see a lot of the uh, really interesting uh, aspects of how firefly will drive both adoption as well as monetization and then if you go at the other end of the spectrum to the enterprise uh, you know gen studio uh, every single marketer that i know and cfo and cmo are all worried about how much am i spending on data how do i get agility in my campaigns and you know the fact that firefly is integrated into both uh, express as well as when we do the custom models for them so they can upload their own models and then have the brand consistency that they want so firefly really is the fact that we have our own models uh, a great catalyst for business uh, you know all across the spectrum and you know the usage and the adoption shows that in emerging markets you know as people there in emerging markets are increasingly used uh, to create variants of content and localization of content that's where we are also seeing a tremendous usage uh, you know of these particular technologies so really exciting And then, you know, you take the same technology that we have in creative and think about its impact in both uh, document cloud when we do that and, you know, the ability to have summaries and have conversational interfaces with PDF, thereby making every single PDF, as David again said, both for communication, collaboration, and creation far more compelling. I think you're going to see that same kind of uplift in usage and therefore monetization on the Acrobat side. Um, and since it was the last question, I mean, you know, uh, for us, we look at FY 23 and we're really proud of what we were able to accomplish, uh, you know, across all uh, spectrums, top-line revenue, uh, RPO and driving book of business, creative cloud, document cloud, and experience cloud, uh, and profitability. And, you know, we think 24 is going to be exactly more of the same, which is, you know, continuing to drive great innovation, great product growth, uh, great profitability. Uh, Clearly, I think, you know, there's been a set of questions around the digital media ARR and, you know, what our take is on that. And, you know, we're extremely confident about how that continues to be a growth business. And, you know, perhaps uh, the pricing uh, impact was overestimated. And as we said, you know, this is, again, a new growth business, and it'll be a multi-year pricing uh, you know, benefit for us as we think about the uplift that we have. Um, So we're really pleased. Uh, We appreciate uh, your being on the call. And like uh, many of you wished us, happy holidays. And, you know, we hope to see you
1: soon. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Happy holidays. This concludes the call.
0: Once again, this concludes today's call. Thank you for your participation. You may now disconnect.